Welcome to the AMC Stock Story Podcast. I'm your host, Russell Corey, and this is not financial advice, and I am not a financial advisor. This is solely for entertainment purposes as I talk about my experiences of investing in AMC stock and becoming an AMC ape. Episode 33, Finish Strong. I hadn't worked all week. I was um, anticipating perhaps the MOAS, but more realistically, just something happening. And our kids were, you know, they didn't have camp or anything this week. Nobody was going to be, you know, watching them. My wife still working at home full time. And it's it's hard for her to work full time, especially if she has a lot of meetings for work and she has to talk at these meetings. Um, and it's hard if, if I'm out doing Instacart and she's at home with the kids. And it's also the end of summer, but this is it. Next week, our kids go back to school. And all those things combined, I was at home, you know, watching the kids, doing stuff around the house. And watching the ticker. Waiting for that rip. Waiting for the rip that will change our lives. Waiting for the rip that rips reality open and a new reality becomes ours. And it didn't come. And a couple times during the week, I bought some stock. Now, normally, when I buy stock, I'm working, and I know, all right, well, at least I'm going to, you know, my wife's going to get her paycheck, but I'm making my paycheck, and that can help pay for the um, the stock investment. If I don't do that, you know, it, it tends to uh, have an impact on our uh, balance. So Friday comes, no rip all week. And I decide, okay, I saw a good order come in, and I said, I'm going to grab this one. Had a generous tip on it, always nice. And it wasn't a very hard order to do, always nice as well. So I go to Costco, do the order, everything's going great. And I, I notice it's for a business. And after I start the delivery, there's a note that it's for a winery. And I know the general area that this is going to. Now, when we started this back in May, and had all our fantasies about, you know, our newly acquired, soon-to-be newly acquired wealth, at night, sometimes we'd go driving just to kind of get out of the house, get some some air, let the kids take a break from their screens, you know, let them sit in the car with us, and we spend time together as a family. And we would drive around, and it's it's some of the areas here are really beautiful, and some of the areas have really nice homes on them, beautiful homes. Some sections have huge estates, and there's this one area. Huge homes, huge estates. And these estates overlook a vineyard. 
It's gorgeous. Just beautiful. In fact, I would say in our particular area, this is one of my favorite spots. It's so beautiful. I kind of thought maybe this delivery was going there. And sure enough, it did. So I get to the winery. It's to the winery. And I get to the winery, and I'm, I'm looking up from the winery at those huge estates on the hill. And I don't say anything to the customer, but I'm thinking, you know, maybe I'm doing my house hunting too. Or like getting my ideas of what, you know, our dream home will look like after we hit it big on this AMC gambit. Anyway, I tell the the person I'm delivering to, you know, how, how beautiful I thought the area was and how, you know, we'd driven by it and I'd seen it and, and I thought it was just lovely. And I said, I'm so happy I get to make a delivery here. And they gave me a couple tokens, you know, to come back to the winery for, uh, you know, some free wine tasting. Very nice. And I, I got a picture of, you know, of the winery because it was so beautiful. And, you know, when I'm doing these deliveries, every once in a while I'll check the, um, the ticker, see where it's at. And quite frankly, it had been kind of disappointing. Look, we didn't get pushed back into the 30s. That's always a plus. But we didn't have that strong breakout, you know, get past 48, get back to 47, push past 48, touch 50, break into the 50s, go after 60, have that battle in the 60s, break past 72, set a new all-time high, and then just race to 100. And it is game on at that point. That's it. The ball is rolling. And it's just a matter of time. But it wasn't that time yet. Not yet. But I looked at the ticker. And it had been going down a little bit and struggling. But now it's going up. And it was showing some strength. And you're watching it and it's, it keeps going. It's that tick, that, that continual tick. That strong push. And of course I got I got uh, hooked in again. And I'm like, okay. Is this the last time you're going to be able to buy at 43? And anytime this thing's going to be 44, 45, 46? So I got hooked. I bought two shares. They do it. It happens to me all the time. It happened to me again. But I thought, well, if this, this is it, these are the last two. This is the last train out of town. Get on board. And as I, I was going home, I kept thinking. I, I, at that point, I was it, it started to really go, real show, really showing strength. And instead of going back to Costco and waiting for another order, I, I decided to go home and watch it again. But of course, by the time I got home, it stalled out. Started going down. And uh, I thought, great, I just bought two shares that probably shouldn't have bought. And, um, you know, I got to go back out. But here's how I wanted this <laughs> to end. That, that was it, that that would have, you know, led to it. That I'd, I'd gone and done my delivery at this beautiful location. And that was it. That was the last Instacart delivery I'd ever have to do. And um, then I would finally do my Moas podcast.
kind of the uh, this is the Quentin Tarantino version <laughs> where you, you change reality to uh, some story that you want to tell. You change World War II to the story you want World War II to be, or the um, the Charles Manson killings. And I'll tell I'll tell you a Quentin Quentin Tarantino story real quick. Um, I believe the year was 1992, and I think Reservoir Dogs had just come out. Not a fan, you know. I was I was not a Quentin Tarantino fan. I did not like Reservoir Dogs. My the guys I moved out to California with, they all loved it. They said this guy's genius. And I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. Pretty, pretty indulgent at times. I just didn't get it. I, it, it just, you know. Anyway, um, Quentin Tarantino became Quentin Tarantino, and I would go on to struggle for years. Never had a career, and finally took the midnight train to Georgia, out of L.A., moved to Oregon, and went on with my life. Still not the biggest Quentin Tarantino fan, but you know what? I'll admit the, the, I, some of his stuff I like. I enjoy. I like Pulp Fiction; is extremely watchable, very good. And and um, I you know some of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is pretty good. Um, but I'm just you know he, he gets very indulgent, and um, at times, but. Uh, you know, give the guy credit. He he had a career that you know. I certainly I wish I had. But anyway, so here's the story. Um, I was a big Robert Altman fan, and they're they're having a screening of Nashville. You know, the old film Nashville from nineteen, I believe nineteen seventy six. And my guys, I lived with. You know, we were all. You know, we loved. One of the cool things about being in L.A. is they did a lot of revival. You know, you go see a lot of old movies on the screen. They had a few revival theaters, so that was fun. Anyway, this one theater was showing Nashville. And um, I loved the film. I loved Nashville. and But my housemates didn't want to go, so I went by myself. And I believe the screening was down in Santa Monica. So I go down there, and um, I'm driving through the parking garage looking for a spot. And there's this guy walking up parking garage. As I'm driving through, this guy turns around and looks at me. As I'm driving up, and we make eye contact. Now, at the time, Quentin Tarantino was, you know, with Reservoir Dogs, he was, you know, he wasn't that famous. You know, it just come out. And this is 1992, you know, pre, pre-internet. So... You know, you really only saw people if they were on TV or in the newspaper. And I'd seen a picture of Quentin Tarantino, and I guess he was from the movie, and he had that jaw, the big Quentin Tarantino jaw, very distinctive. So, so anyway, so this guy turns around, and I'm looking at him. I, I'm thinking, that guy looks like Quentin Tarantino. Anyway, I go and I find my parking spot, and I go on and watch the film. And I go home and I, I um, check in with my uh, housemates. Now, one of them had befriended another filmmaker. And I guess this guy did know Quentin Tarantino. 
So my my housemate, he talked to his filmmaking friend, and his filmmaking friend mentioned that he went to see Nashville, and he and he went and saw it with Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> so, um, so it was it was Quentin Tarantino that I saw in the parking lot that day when I was parking my car. But I always thought, you know, if I had brought my housemate, you know, maybe my housemate would have, um, you know, we would have sat, my friend would have sat with his housemate, I would have sat with my friend, and uh, his friend, filmmaking friend, would have sat with Quentin Tarantino. So who knows, maybe I came somewhat close to seeing Nashville with Quentin Tarantino years ago, back in 92. But uh, it didn't quite work out. But anyway. But yeah, so I wish I wish we could play with reality and make make it how we want to, but we can't. Um, I was excited about Friday. I thought maybe one of these smaller hedge funds, the struggling ones, once these new margin rules went into effect, once they had to start buying at 10 a.m. Friday, maybe something might happen. And maybe even something at the end of the day. That made sense to me. It just takes time and... Maybe they want to do it at the end of the day, poor holiday weekend, to kind of lessen the chances of this thing going nuts. And I thought that rip might have been it. Or maybe in the after hours. I talked about that, the snow day, you know, something happening in after hours or pre-market so that when people start looking at the ticker, looking at their holdings, all of a sudden they see it's like snow. They look out the window and it's all white. It's just covered with snow. They look out, you know, you look at your ticker, and instead of forty dollars, it's a hundred and forty. But that didn't happen. But you know, at the end of the day, it was it, it, the stock was trying to finish above forty four dollars, get those forty four calls in play, and there was a battle. Again, I don't know if it was, you know. Again, I'm not a January 8th. I joined in Mar- May, so I wasn't I wasn't there for the battle of you know 801. So I don't know if the battle of or you know 4402 where that ranks. But for me, it was pretty good. I was I was on in, I was on the road making a delivery, and I was watching this thing. Now at that point, I couldn't really join. I couldn't afford to buy any more shares. I bought the shares I could afford to buy that day, and I might <laughs> who knows if I even could have afforded to buy those. So I had to you know watch, and I'm watching this thing, and uh, you know it goes up, it goes down, but it finished above. If it, it you know at the very end it made a strong push and finished above. And then even in after hours, it finished at uh, 44.10, I believe. So it showed some strength. And it finished strong. And we have to remember that. We have to finish strong. Think about what we're doing. Think about why we're in this and what's at the end. You know, we've, we've talked about this. These algorithms, this trading, their strategy, they're trapped. The hedge funds are trapped. Now maybe, maybe they'll find a way out of this. Legal or illegal. Maybe the people ultimately in charge enforcing it, it's all corrupt. 
and they'll get out. But if everything holds, they're trapped. The only hope they have is to get us to quit, to get us to sell, to drag this out, to frustrate us. And it is frustrating. And we get we see all these other they all these other stocks come along. My God, we are that meme, aren't we? The guy walking down the street with his girlfriend, and the other girls walking the other way, and and someone puts ape on the guy, and the the girl next to him with that you know disgusted look on her face is is AMC, and then the girl smiling walking the other way. Who knows what that is? Is it big? Is it clove? Is it you know? Support. <laughs> I know I've looked a few times. They're going to do everything they can to distract us with other, you know, things. Get maybe get us to sell our AMC. Maybe a lot of apes are like me. Everything's tied up in AMC. And if you wanted to invest in one of these things, you don't have the cash to do it, so you have to sell your AMC shares to do it. Hey, AMC's just sitting there. It's not. It's not making what it used to. It's not going up on these extreme rips anymore. Or they frustrate us. How long is this going to take? My my God. I mean, do I have to go another weekend where I can't buy my kids a Lambo? I mean, that's that's an ape father's shame. Have to sit there and tell your kids you're not buying the Lamborghini this weekend. When will this travesty end? And my kids can finally open a car door that goes to heaven and not swings out. When Lamborghini. Finish strong. We got this. I want you to think about something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a proposal. Okay. Let's forget this AMC gambit. Just forget it. Let's walk away. I got a new plan. Okay. I mean, who can wait? I mean, we've been in this thing since January. Or, you know, I've been in since since May. A lot of people have probably been in it since January. Maybe even people joined in, you know, June, August. Maybe even some people joined in September. And we're just waiting. You've been waiting a week, right? All week you were waiting for this and it didn't work out. Didn't get you millions, thousands, whatever it's going to be. I got a new strategy. All right, here it is. Okay. We're going to go to a university. And um, now it's going to take time at the university too, okay? I know we've been in this for, you know, depending, you know, who knows, eight, nine, ten months, okay? All right, well, the university is going to take four years, right? So we'll go to this university for four years. And then we're going to graduate in those four years, okay? I know four years is a long time, but trust, trust me, hear me out. So we're going to go to this university. Now, I was lucky, and I know I'm lucky. My parents paid for me to go to college. I worked a, few, a little bit, but I never had to take a student loan. So I know how lucky I am. Some of you might have to take student loans. So once we graduate in those four years, you know, be prepared for, you know, who knows, 100 $200,000 in debt, depending on where you go and what you have to find. But listen, four years, we're going to graduate from that university with a degree. 
Now, and some of you might have some, like I said, that six-figure student debt, but, you know, we'll, we'll take care of that because here's the next part of the plan. We're going to get a job. At this job, who knows what we'll get paid. You know, you're brand new, 30, 40, maybe some of you 50. Who knows? It really depends on what you decide to get your, your degree in. But we're going to work these jobs for the next 40 years. And we're going to put money away. They have 401ks. There's Roth IRAs. All sorts of ways. We're going to put money away. So after this four years of college, after this 40-year career, we get to retire. You know, we got our 401k. We got a Roth. Maybe you got a pension from where you work. It's possible. You go to work. Some government jobs still have pensions. Military. You do 20 years in the military. They have some pretty good retirement plans. And then we're retired. So we're looking at about 44 years. I think you can do that. 44 years. Working our jobs. Retire. Or or do you want to go back to just wait a few months? And seeing if this thing pops. It's just some perspective. Just some perspective. I don't know if you're a a 1x ape, 2x ape, 3x ape, 4x ape, maybe 5x ape. And I don't know how long you're going to, what your exit plan is. But not only is this life-changing money for you. It's life-changing money for your kids. And your kids, kids. I think we can hang in there. I think we can finish strong. We're not going anywhere. And I was proud. I was proud of the apes that battled. Because I was watching it. And, you know, there's still a couple minutes left. My God, it's it's the longest minute with wanting that bell to close above. You know, it's something, a, a couple cents above a number. Longest minute. Keep waiting for it to, to finally close. And it dipped down. And I thought, well, all right, at least it's 43. It's like 43.92. But it came back and it finished above 44. And I was proud of the apes for doing that. I don't know how long we're going to have to wait. I'll be honest with you. I talked with my wife, and when nothing blew up today, it made me think, well, maybe maybe even the weakest hedge fund is going to be able to withstand this. And now, listen, I, I haven't been able to really study it, so I don't know if it's completely baloney. Or if there's any, you know, fire to this smoke. But if we, are we going up against Jeff Bezos now? Am I understanding that right? Is that is that what the movie just revealed that you think you've been fighting the boss and and it's a it's a new boss? I mean, and let's be honest, someone who's got pretty unlimited cash. This this guy's hobby now is is flying rockets and going to the moon. That's who the apes are battling now. Yeah. Okay. That's the ape life. Bring them on. Bring them on. As someone said in a tweet, 
might it might have been Lou. They still got to cover. They still have to cover those shorts, and we can wait. It's frustrating. And if you can afford it, keep going. If you can't, do what you need to do for you, your family, your financial situation. But that's what we're looking at now. I'm looking at this as a long-term play, unfortunately. I really did wish this thing would wrap up this week. But it didn't. We'll see you in 2022. We'll see you in 2023. We'll see you in 2024. How long did World War II take to win? How long did Civil War take to win? My God, you know, Afghanistan's just ending now. That was 20 years. September 11th happened, 2001. By October, we had gone into Afghanistan. Here we are, 20 years later. How long are you willing to fight? You need to ask yourself that. When I got into this, I honestly thought it was going to be a few days. I really did. Months later, here I am. But I'm still in it. Still buying. Still holding. And now I realize it it could take a lot longer. And I have to set myself up for that. If it doesn't, that's great. I'll take that. Takes care of itself. But in my heart, I need to be ready for 2022, 2023. But one day they'll cover. And when they do, millions and millions of shares are going to need to be bought back. And when that happens, this price will go up. How high? I couldn't tell you. And when? I couldn't tell you that either. But I know where my money's at right now. I know where Vanguard's money's at right now. I know where BlackRock's money is at right now. I'm going to end this podcast telling you about my daughter in kindergarten. She's starting soccer. And you know, I walk her out to the practice field. And she's nervous. Little kid, nervous. And her, the other girls are out there on the field getting ready for practice. And she's holding my hand and, you know, she wants me to stay with her. But I tell her, you know, I say, these are your teammates. They're going to have your back. You need to have theirs. These are the people you're going to make a stand with. This is your team. We're teammates, if you're apes. I'm on your team, you're on my team. I don't know if you're a Chicago Bulls fan. You ever read the, the, the book, The Jordan Rules? In it, Phil Jackson, he talks about, uh, is it Robert Kipling? And the, I think it's the Jungle Book. The strength of the wolf is the pack, and the strength of the pack is the wolf. When we stand together, we're strong, unstoppable. We might be standing together for a while. So support your teammates. Go on Twitter. Like other apes' tweets. These are not just people, you know, you have to re... Just as you had to rethink the stock market and investing, you need to rethink Twitter. Twitter 
for you right now is not everybody just putting out their little thoughts, putting out their little tweets. These are your teammates. Your success depends on them. Show them some love. Like those tweets. Follow them. Retweet something. Give them support. Not snark. Support. Let them know you have their back. And they'll let you know they have your back. And let's stay strong. Let's finish strong. You know, a lot of times I end this podcast and I say, you know, I usually say something about the MOAS and then that'll be the next episode. Well, we're in a three-day weekend here. One, there ain't going to be no MOAS. It's closed for three days. And I imagine I'll probably do a podcast um, before uh, Tuesday. And the market's open again. And the beginning, I kind of had an idea of what the new podcast was going to be. And right now, I don't know. So I don't know what the next podcast is going to be. But I know there's going to be one. Because I plan on finishing strong. And I hope you do too. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend. This is a holiday that was fought for you. From labor. Working people. You think times are bad now? When Amazon workers have to take pee breaks and bottles? Supposedly. There was a time when people worked seven days a week. Twelve hours a day. There was a time that five, six-year-old kids worked. But we had a labor movement that fought for the rights of workers. And after some pretty violent clashes, the uh, Congress and President uh, Cleveland wanted to, you know, make it up to the workers. And so they passed Labor Day to try and, uh, you know, get past this, this strife. And here we are today. You know, we have a weekend. We have Regulations that protect workers. Hopefully soon we'll kind of get that kind of protection in the stock market. Because right now what you have is a bunch of people breaking any rule they can. And if it's up to them, people would work seven days a week. People would work 12 hours a day. Little children would work if it made them rich if they could profit from it. And that's what we're fighting against. Just as the people that fought for the workers' rights back then. We're also, hey, we want to get paid. But we're fighting to get some rights back in Wall Street and for retail investors and investors everywhere. We just want a fair market, just as those people wanted to have a fair workplace. So enjoy your Labor Day. But somebody fought to get you this holiday. You know, just as we recognize, you know, veterans on Memorial Day and Veterans Day and Fourth of July, recognize on this Labor Day the people that made a stand and fought for your right as a worker. And know that that's what you're doing now as an ape. You're fighting the 1% and the greed, and the corruption on Wall Street.
in your own way, you are. And how is this fight going to end? Are people going to say the apes got frustrated, fragmented, gave up, chased other stalks? Or are they going to say the apes finished strong? They got their tendies and they got their Wall Street reform. Finish strong, apes. Finish strong. Strong.